0: Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, welcome to the Thomas Pantoja Experience Podcast. Woo! Yeah. I'm in the house with Thomas. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) So, today, you know, I wanted to bring Dan Osinski, Dan O from Unified Title, to to talk about some cool stuff. So, if you want, why don't you tell our, our listeners who you are and.
1: Roger that. Uh, Dan Osinski, a.k.a. Dano, it's an endearing trait name that I got when I was a kid and kind of keep that uh, throughout my adult life. It kind of works as branding, which is kind of cool. I've uh, been in sales almost my whole life. Uh, Also own my own professional DJ MC company called Laser Sound, so I double dip. Uh, During the day, my uh, mild-mannered Clark persona is... Business Development Officer for Unified Title. Excellent. I have an amazing wife. Uh, she is only a couple years younger than me. Her name is Dory. And then I've got four kids and wow. two grandbabies. So I am a busy man on the personal side of things. But, uh, yeah, I've been in Colorado Springs since 2002, and I call this place home. Love it. Uh, I've even been awarded uh, a temporary, not temporary, but uh, what do they say? Uh, shoot now i'm trying to think of the name of what they call me semi-native oh nice status
0: perfect perfect so, yeah
1: even though i haven't grown up here i've been passionate about this city ever since i got here
0: so that's awesome well yeah. that's the the whole theme of the podcast is bringing people on who make our community a great place to live and who just have some you know who are just positive good people here in colorado springs well and i am I honored to talk about some some positive things um last week I had uh, Steve Wood from Concrete Couch. Do you know? I don't know him. I think I probably know him by face. but Okay. But, I mean, by name, but not by face. But do you know his organization? Mm-mm. So Concrete Couch, um, their whole mission is to build community through art. So they build, they do a lot of projects, um, especially like in the south and southeast part of Colorado Springs, um, doing murals, building parks, uh, just bringing people together teaching you know people like especially kids in those that's that part of town life skills um even you know soldiers they they get with you know guys who have got a lot of PTSD and like you know just do some therapy through art and building skills and things like that so it's a really great organization really proud to have it in in Colorado Springs I
1: think I I definitely have heard of them yeah. and I'm going to have to check into that a little bit more just so I can become a little more versed in in what they're providing so I can um refer network, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's, it's good to know that kind of thing.
0: Excellent. Excellent. So today's topic, um, very special. I wanted to really discuss what does it mean to be successful? What does it look like to be successful? Cause we had coffee a while back and we had a really great, great talk about that and how oftentimes I think in our society we're programmed or maybe, maybe even not intentionally, but that it's, you know, to be successful or to be a fulfilled person, it's often tied to, especially like in in TV or on the internet or, or what have you, that it's tied to, you know, material success, financial success, and it probably even goes back even before things like that came online. You know, just saying, hey, even in the really old times, like, oh, if you have a big house, if you have fancy coats, and you know, yeah. eight thousand horses, like, you know, right. you're successful, right? Um, but that's probably not necessarily true, wouldn't you say, Dan, and, and well, what, what does yeah. that mean to you?
1: You know, I think that if, uh, and I did, I did some research before we sat down because I wanted to figure out, okay, how would I define uh, success? And I think one of the things that uh, really hit a high note with you is, is just developing peace of mind and happiness with where you are at. Yeah. Uh, that will sometimes uh, be a definition of success. Right. And so uh, I just thought about a couple different things, but I, I would have to agree with you. I think um, primarily, uh, I think being a success is finding happiness. Yeah. Whether it be in your work, your personal life, your physical well being, you know, all those things combined, I think that that. Is, is, is a big indicator of success, at least in my eyes. Yeah. Uh, and maybe not everybody else's. Maybe some people still look at the monetary side of things. And and I think if if you do develop some of these success principles or if you are happy with where you work, with what you do, uh, you're going to be more passionate towards it. And I think the financial part will just naturally come and follow in line with that particular, whatever those efforts may be. But yeah, uh, yeah definitely. I mean, there's, there's, there's so much to speak on when it comes to successful people. And I, I thought back in my career, what are some of the key components? And I, and I wrote them down here. I don't know if you want me to share any yeah. of that with you or whatever, but yeah, yeah, definitely. I, just, I took that's some, notes I have you here. And, yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> I mean, I figured, you know, what, how would I desi- define success or, or what is, what are some of the things that help people become a success? Now you can read and pick up almost any self-help book and, and recognize some of these different traits that I've written down of a successful person and I started off right off right off the bat with you know happy enjoy what you do. Uh, Mondays are no longer uh, a pain. You don't you don't look at Monday and go oh right Monday and you're holding your cup of coffee waiting to you know wake up that kind of stuff. You're actually excited when you enjoy what you do. You're actually excited when you come into work on Monday. You you, you can't wait to get back into what you're doing because it's a part of you. It's it's and and I don't know how that will fit in your life. But you look forward to being there and doing what it is whether you're being an entrepreneur whether you be a real estate agent whether you you know work for the man yeah um, it could be manufacturing could be you know white collar work it doesn't matter I mean whatever it is that you're doing you really enjoy it and uh, I think that um, when you get to that point that is you know like like we had talked about part of being a success but I, I wrote down some other uh, traits and and I think that successful people exhibit a lot of these different traits on a number of different levels. And if you want to write this down, you can be, but you can probably find this online if you Google it or whatever. I just wrote down the ones that I thought that were most important to me. Do you want me to share those? Yeah, definitely. Okay, Dan, cool. let's hear it. So I, I wrote down a total of 12 different attributes and I'm going to pause at one. Um, uh, number one, do what's important to you. I mean, and that importance could, could be a number of different things. Number two, discipline. Yourself, I think that happy people are disciplined people. To yeah. be honest with you, I find that when I am most happy, I've got a schedule. I'm staying on that schedule. I, I know what I'm doing. Yes, there's going to be interruptions, but that discipline to stick to that schedule uh, really helps me a lot. Now, this is a big one for me, Thomas. Yeah, I think we talked about this a little bit, but reading. Mm. is, is a key part of my life and, and being happy and being successful. And I wrote down all sorts of different books that I, that I've read that, that really impacted me. And, and, and I'll tell you what, uh, these have like changed my life. Uh, Dale Carnegie is an author that probably everybody knows about how to win friends and influence people.
0: Yep. I read that. Yeah. Everybody's, everybody's
1: very familiar with that. One. Um, master key to riches or think and grow rich by Napoleon Hill, phenomenal author, uh, Gant, good one. G- good yeah, one. Gary Vanerchuk. Yeah, everybody knows that name. Gary V. And and we're gonna keep this family friendly, so we won't go Gary style on this one. <laughs> We've got uh, Rhonda Bjorn, uh, or Byrne, excuse me. Tony Robbins, um, Stephen Covey, Seven Habits. Right, mm-hmm. that's that one's pretty popular. Uh, I even would have to say for those of you that are believers, the Bible is a, is an amazing success book. And not to get religious on you, but it's, it is. I mean, there's principles in there that, that still blow me away to this day. David Schwartz, Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, a yep, lot yep. of real estate agents know that one, right? Yep. That's, that's I mean, he, he does a couple other uh, books, Four Quadrants or something like that. Yep. And there's like two or three others that I've read by him. Darren Hardy. Um, has an amazing book, but he also has a, a, a podcast that I listen to on a, on a daily basis. John Maxwell, Simon Sinek. Yep, I that, Simon yeah, I love Simon Sinek. He's got some great stuff. I, I, I use a lot of his quotes all the time. James and Claudia um, Altucher, or something like that. I can't, it's, it's, uh, they, they wrote the book, The Power of No. And that's just a little quick read for those of you that are in sales. That's an important one that you're going to definitely want to get. It's called the power of no. Uh, this one may sound familiar to those of you that uh, uh, definitely go into the self-help realm, the art of war oh. I'm telling you the author I'm at a loss. I didn't even, I just wrote it down. The person that has uh, influenced a lot of these self-help people, uh, on a big basis is a, is an old school guy. His writings date back over a hundred years, and his name is Orison Sweat Marden. Huh, never his, heard of he, him. Yeah, he's he's written a couple different books. My favorite is Miracle of Right Thought. So that 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 one, he is kind of like what Dale Carnegie, and Napoleon Hill, and all those earlier writers um, took their notes from. Yeah, uh, just just uh, amazing writer. That that one I can't uh, recommend highly enough. Delivering. Happiness by Tony Zai, Hsieh, but that book is is a recent book uh, that I find uh, to be pretty inspirational. But mm. from a reading standpoint, there's so many different things that you could do. But from a self help book, self help type aspect, I think reading is going to be um, paramount in how you uh, address life, how you enjoy or not enjoy life. So, like a reading's a big part. Yeah, as, as you just probably figured out from what I just shared, all those different books that I like. So, yeah, aiming to help others, and that's number four, um, that's beautiful. Yeah, I'm, man, giving back. Yeah, you get you got to do that. Uh, it's part of happiness, part of uh, success. Having charisma. I mean, be excited about what you do. Yeah. When when you are you, you talk about it more communication and that and that communication could be like what we're doing right now you're doing a podcast yeah right social media stuff emails texts but doing it eloquently doing it succinctly clearly mm. uh, being confident who would you say is the most confident uh, successful person that you know out there I think one comes to mind immediately Elon Musk
0: yeah right
1: he exudes confidence. Watch him walk up on stage. Watch him talk right. to people. I mean, the, the guy just exhumes it. Whether you like him or not, doesn't matter. It's right, right, healthy. right, right. Being humble. You yep. don't need or seek credit. That's, that's that. something else. Um, listen more than you speak. Of course, we're doing a podcast, so we have to speak a little bit. <laughs> right. being, being a listener is, is, is definitely noteworthy. Taking responsibility. Mm-hmm. Now, how many of you are trying to bring up your kids to accept responsibility, right? I mean, that's, that's the first example that I can think of. Um, set goals. That's huge. Know where you're going, and then last, last but not least, I wrote this down. I just ran out of room here, but I I didn't want to get too crazy. Surround yourself with people smarter than you. Yeah, like networking. That's why I'm hanging out with you, Thomas. Oh, thanks. Definitely, (laughs) definitely. You know, just having that circle of people around you. I think Andrew Carnegie said it best. He had it. I think it's written on his tombstone, where uh, he said that he had the ability to surround people or surround himself with people that were smarter than him. Yeah. Something along those lines. Don't quote me. Yeah. Anyway, those are just some of the attributes of success that I thought were key to at least uh, bring up as we sat here and chatted. But uh, and I think all all of that contributes. That success contributes to uh, being happy.
0: Yeah. I think all that's really super key because, and studying success and studying like successful people, something I've been really into probably in the past five to ten years of my life um and just you know regardless of it's i mean a lot a lot of the times you know you're reading books of people who are oftentimes very accomplished and very wealthy and things like that and some of the things that i've gotten clarity on especially like listening to people like Gary V yeah you know is like you know if you you know, don't, you know, a lot of the times he's like in a lot of the videos recently, he's like, don't simply just do things for money or don't just do it because this is what you were told to do. You know, flipping this whole conversation about like, how do you be happy? How do you become a better wholer person? You know? Cause I think the rat race really sucks people in so fast. And it's just, you're just on like a, like a loop or like on a, in a rut, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, you go to college and you get into all this debt and then you get a job and then you get into more debt for having this kind of car or having to have this kind of house or whatever. Yeah. And, like, you're just, you know, and you see a lot of people and, I mean, I mean, like some things like mental illness and people, all people are very complex, but you see a lot of people that are just very unhappy with themselves and unhappy with their lives and, you know, they're not really – they're stressed. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, nothing. they're walking
1: around with a scowl on their face. I see those people all the time. Yeah. Bad bad mood, bad attitude, anything can set them off. Yeah. You know, it just, absolutely. I mean, and, and I, th- I think those that are truly happy have this peace and calm where they don't allow things to get to them as much. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just, and, and you see that in successful people. They seem to have a calm about him, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? When Gary speaks, he's very, he's very casual, he's laid back, and, and he speaks like he, like he does and, and in regular. I mean, he doesn't change it, as you know, with his uh incredible vocabulary, <laughs> yeah, spicy vocabulary, right? Whatever. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I already mentioned Elon, you know, Elon Musk, Elon Musk, excuse me, and other people that you would probably, you know, like Simon Sinek. There's like a calm about them, right? Yeah, and a I piece. think.
0: Well, it was like something that, you know, it's on LinkedIn today with Gary Vee was, he was saying, it's like, I don't want to, you know, be the best entrepreneur in the world for the money, but I want to be the best entrepreneur in the world for being the best entrepreneur in the world for the process. And I think that's what, you know, a lot of successful people, like it's 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 a love, you know, it's a practice, almost like a meditation or like a martial arts practice. You know, it's, you know, even like you look at someone like, you know, uh, Joe Rogan, who's a real famous podcaster and you yes. know comedian and all this, but like he loves what he does. Like it's not even about you know. I don't think he ever had any intention of literally setting out to probably being this generation's you know Johnny Carson or um, you know uh, Cronkite or whatever. Which yeah. is what he really is.
1: I can't believe that you know about Cron- Cronkite. Yeah, you know, that, that that really surprised me. <laughs> I'm an old soul, man.
0: <laughs> but like you know, like you know, he didn't set out to. He just found this interesting and he loved what he, what he did. And I think that's almost like when people say you have a calling or you have a path in life, like if you're not following that in your heart or in your mind or like listening to, you know, again, not to be religious or whatever, but something maybe outside of yourself saying, you know, here, here's your path and, you know, just keep at it. Cause a lot of times, like even in in doing something like this, becoming a realtor, there's just a lot of darkness. Like you don't know when you're going to get clients or when you're going to get paid and like, and all this stuff. And it's like, you know, with that, you know, if you let all that stuff sink in, how are you going to have the clarity to like do a good job or like actually listen to people or care about people's needs and, and what they're looking for. It's like, Oh man, I got to get paid. I got to get a check. And like out of that desperation rather than the process of like, okay, I want to be really good at this. I want to, you know, day by day, little by little always be. and I think that's what it ties back to that. Discipline thing, like always, you know, a little bit every day, like we were talking about those little tiny things, and like I think that's the biggest thing with successful people. It's like it's not like oh they just popped out of nowhere, you know. It was just like tiny things. Like, I mean, you you see pictures pictures of Elon Musk back in the you know mid nineties, and he's just like this little nerdy dude. I mean, who would have known that in thirty years he's like literally the richest person in the world, changing. You know, technology—you know—doing all these things that are going to have this major impact for generations, for you know, decades, hundreds of years. People are going to be talking about Elon Musk and what he did in the right. 2020s. You know,
1: yeah, I think I
0: think it came.
1: I think it comes down to these particular individuals. And you had mentioned, you know, having to worry about finances, that kind of stuff. All—all all very valid thoughts or concerns. Uh, if you're able to, I think, as an individual, embrace strongly. The need, and notice I said need, to help others.
0: Yeah, I love that.
1: Get whatever it is that they're looking for. Now let's talk about real estate, right? Mm-hmm. What what what, are, what, is, what is your client's needs? Yeah. What do they want? Of course, they want this particular house. Right. And the better you are at putting them in the house that they like the most is where you're going to potentially, you know, of course, get referrals. Mm-hmm. How you treat them, of course, is going to create a a memory in their minds that's going to encourage them to refer you to others. When you when you indulge in giving back Mm -hmm. and really enjoying what you're doing by thinking of different things like how can I best help this person, and start and stop looking within like how am I going to make my next paycheck, how am I going to make my next mortgage payment, that kind of stuff. Yeah. When you start looking outside of yourself, I think that that's when success comes quietly and maybe not so quietly knocking at your door.
0: I think so too. I mean, I think something I've been really reflecting on is, I mean, even even with that peace of mind of like, you know, between like being financially successful and, you know, knowing what you need as a person, like how much do you really like need in your life And then even outside of that, like how much can you give back in the world? You know what I mean? Like, do I need to buy all this extra crap on Amazon or do I need a $60,000 SUV? Right. Or if, you know, if if you, you know, to me, I was thinking about this, this, this weekend, like you flipped it around and say, okay, what do I really need? And then after that, what can I actually like give back to causes in the community? Or like, how, how could I help other people? And I think, I don't know that. I don't know if that sounds weird or not, but I don't know. That just brought a lot of peace to me in my mind. Like if I can just, okay, you know, and and not to say like, oh yeah, I want to retire someday and I want to go on some trips and I'd like to be comfortable and nice. But like, do I need a $8 million mansion and a yacht and all this stuff? And not to say those are bad things, but once you, you know, really kind of come to peace, like, okay, I have what I need and I'm taken care of and like I'm fed and I'm, you know, comfortable, you know, what more can I give back? And I think that's, you know, if you're just thinking about that, like. It, it I don't know. It just relieved a lot of pressure off me. Like oh yeah, maybe I, oh hey, if I can give, I can make. If I can be a good realtor and you know take care of my family and myself, and then
1: you could be give
0: back. Be, I mean, I, cause yeah. I you see that with like like with Warren Buffett, even who's obviously super successful, one of the richest guys in the world, who's you know you know accumulated billions and billions and billions of dollars, and you know in his old age now he's like he's like he's seeing that I'm going to give it back. Like there's no point in like holding on to all this money. I mean, he I mean, there's so many causes and so many charities. He's just, here you go. Like, yeah. I mean, what are you going to do with, with it? You know? And I think that's something, you know, people get so caught up like on this thing about like money and having money and, you know, but what is it? You know, it's just, it's just something that it's just a tool. And I really, I, heard, I met with a cool financial advisor Last week, um, he works for a company called Thrivent, and their company's mission is to say like money shouldn't be a goal; it should be a tool to like help yourself and to help others. And I was like, I love that. That's really cool. Like, and if you just look at it as just not a scorecard or whatever Mm -hmm. in your, you know, society or in your okay in your community, like oh yeah, I got all this, and you know, well, what
1: does it get you? Right, right. That's why you call it a tool, right? Versus a goal. Yeah. I mean, does it get you? Financial security, mm-hmm. is, is that maybe something that creates somebody of success? Yeah. Does it allow you the opportunity to meet some people and develop relationships that you have with others more deeply? Yeah. Because you can be definitely rich in relationships. Yeah. And I think the more that you give of yourself, that stuff is just going to come naturally back to you because then, and then you're going to attract people of like mind. Yeah. And you're going to attract people, period, because there's going to be that peace, that calm, that confidence that people want to know about, and that happiness. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I mean, there's there's so much. I mean, you're right about you know it, it's money is a tool. Yeah. And how do you define rich?
0: Right. Exactly. What's,
1: what's really important to you? Yeah. Being able to spend a month without having to worry about what finances are like, like over in Cancun or or the British Virgin Islands for a vacation or. Touring or just you know getting off the grid for a little while. I think yeah. Matthew McConaughey, <laughs> not to mention uh, uh, anybody in particular of star power, but uh, he I think makes sure that he gets away from the, the the hustle and bustle of the world by just taking these these walks out in other parts of the world and gets away from from from, from I guess uh, the rat race. Yeah, that's what I was
0: that's what I was doing this weekend. That's good. It's on in the San Luis Valley. Sweet. How just, long were you there? It was the weekend. That's overnight. Nice. I mean, even just going out there just clears the mind so much, you know, and just seeing, um, you know, just being like, you know, I don't know, say one with nature, you know, like just, you know, especially, again, like a culture or in a climate like out there where people like live much more simply and humbly and, you know, they just have different kind of values often than people who live In the city, like in Colorado Springs or in Denver, you know, yeah. Um, I don't know. I just I I I see like in those kind of communities in those towns, like they really do have, even though it's smaller, they do have a stronger sense of community because they know each other. They have a bigger like respect for the land and caring for the land and not trashing it. Because like, unfortunately, like when you you know even in Colorado, like when you go out to the wilderness like that, it's so pristine and beautiful. But even what we've done even on the front range, the Pike Peak region, a lot of the trails are, are trashed and, you know, people don't take care of, it. they pollute the water and they pollute the air and it's nothing that people, you know, respect as much in the city as they do out there. Um, but yeah, I think that's, that's what really, you know, so doing things like that really does, does clear the mind and it just shows you like, you know, what, what is important and what is, you know, what is it that you can, bring back from those experiences, like the, that time away to kind of like reincorporate into your life and, and move forward. And
1: Yeah. Helps you recharge. It helps you develop different thought processes. Maybe it'll give you insight and in something that you need to fix because we're all imperfect in some mm-hmm. way, shape or form. We're never, um, you know, we've never fully arrived. Yeah. And, and that's the way you have to approach it. And I think by getting away, recharging like you did. Uh, just feeds on the fact that okay, maybe you think of something else that you could potentially do to better society. Yeah. I think if you continue to work towards helping others, bettering society as a whole, um, you know, that that is success. Yeah. The money will be, like you said, a tool that helps you take that time. Right. Off so you right. can be a little bit more introspective yeah. about what you want to do, how you want to do it what you could improve on yourself, you know, all those things. But once again, money is a tool that allows you to do that. Now, if you're constantly worrying about the mortgage, you can't take that weekend off. You can't take that month off or whatever period of time it is to be able to go do those things that, that make you a better advocate, better resource.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's one kind of going back on that money topic. It was something I thought about was like, you know, I think often it's like in that, in that same vein, it's like some, are some people are, some people serve money and other people money serves them. Like they, you know, you see money as and some people, to some people they're a slave to it. And I think that happened. This is my own crazy theory, but like it happens at all levels of like our socioeconomic strata, like whether you're in like in poverty, middle class or, you know, wealthy or super wealthy. Like, you know, if you're constantly giving your, your time and being stressed and, you know, Sacrificing, like, maybe your family life and your relationships and all this stuff, like, on this one end of being like to be, to be super wealthy. Cause I mean, you, for a lot of people, you have to, like, if you want to have like super, like, a, unless you're a movie star or something like that, unless if you want to have like a big mansion and a lot of money and a lot of cars, like, you got to be working and you got to be working in, like a high stress, high demand job, probably a CEO. You're probably working 100 hours a week. I don't know. I don't know too many super rich people, but I would imagine that's probably how they get to that point you know
1: they're just smart they're just smarter with their time yeah and they unload the more um, non-challenging tasks by hiring assistants Mm -hmm. or people to help in those areas so they can focus on things that are more important yeah Um, in the real estate community I've noticed that some of the more successful real estate agents understand what they're good at and that is meeting with clients and and finding you know the homes, doing the best that they can to uh, uh, secure either a, a a good sale on a particular home or to find that dream home that yeah. somebody's looking for. And what they do is they unload the 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 more mundane tasks that take up a lot of time mm. to somebody that's more suited to doing that, like yeah. hiring a TC, yeah, hiring an assistant to set up their schedule to take phone calls. Uh, you know, just all those tasks during the day that don't allow you to really um, create and dream and and, yeah. and, and and do do things that I think are, are more impactful than filling out contracts.
0: Right, right? exactly. Make,
1: making phone calls, you know, having to schedule your calendar in such a way. Uh, maybe, you know, obviously doing the CPA work. You hire yeah. a good CPA to do them. You don't do your own taxes. You know, just all those different things that take up time. Uh, and, and, and like I said, they are masters of their schedule. I think those are the most successful people out there. I don't yeah. think they're working hundred out I don't. And if they are working that much, I think they're, they're doing it because of the love of the game or the mm. love of what they do because they feel that what they're doing better society. I mean, take a look at Elon Musk. I mean, not to use him as an example so many times, but seriously, yeah, you know, his, great. The, the the stuff that he's doing to help us explore outer space. Yeah. Um, you know, what he did with the electric vehicle as far as our environment is concerned and, and, and just another way of
0: transporting
1: from point A to point B. Yeah. I just stuff like that. I just – he surrounds himself with a heck of a team. Yeah. That frees him up to do stuff Well, so.
0: I think that's – I mean, I think that kind of goes back to what, what the whole topic here is just saying, you know, as a person, you know, if you – even if regards to you you know you're working in like in, a, in the non-profit world and not making very little money or doing something where you do make a lot of money if you do love it and you're happy then you're successful you know what i think what i you know what i mean whereas there in, in either of those circumstances like you could be very unhappy you could be unfulfilled you could feel like you don't really have a purpose and i think that's a big i mean a, a huge a huge factor in in living a good life and being a and having a successful life is feeling like you have a purpose, whether you're a stay at home parent or you're the CEO of a company. Like if you love it and you're passionate and you have a purpose in it, then you're winning, you know? And I, and I think that's the big, the big thing I, you know, I'd love for people to see and something I work on myself too, is just seeing like, okay, what's, what's the true purpose in this? And am I happy? Um, am I being able to like meet my needs and I'm able to give back, you know, that kind of like, that's one of my, Next things I've kind of came to, especially in this past weekend, you know, doing some reflecting, like you said, like, I mean, and and being genuine about it and being really like being intentional about it, not just, oh, I'm going to give away my old stuff to the homeless shelter because it's my old stuff. But like, actually, you know, oh, like every time you get paid, you give something to charity or you, you know, you do something out of you go out up and above and out of your way to, to do something for the community or for your clients or for somebody in your circle or whatever it might be, not just not to check a box, but to be like, genuinely understand that, you know, as people, you know, we're, we're all uh, given different, you know, cards, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. a different hand in life. And, some people don't have it that, that well, whether that maybe they have a mental disability or they experience a lot of trauma as a kid or they're, you know, from a war torn country in Africa or whatever it is like, you know, life isn't Colorado Springs. Life isn't the United States, like the light, like in, in life, isn't like your own experience. Like it's there's so many, um, you know, situations out there and people out there that have gone through a lot. And if you can, you know, take the position you're in and and, and pay it forward. You know, you're only going to be, you know, it's it's only going to bring more peace to, you, I think, yeah, peace of mind to you. Yeah, success equals fulfillment. Yeah.
1: Is that kind of what you're saying? I think so. I mean, that giving back. I think so. How does that make you feel? Yeah. Does it feel better to be able to to give back to, let's say, Colorado Springs Rescue Mission and, mm-hmm. and maybe help support that that uh, uh, agency here in Colorado Springs? Yeah. Or is it more important for you to have a Porsche in the driveway? Yeah. I mean, what, what, what gives you the most fulfillment? Yeah. And maybe, maybe you do have a couple nice things. How often are you able to share those nice things with others? Right. To create joy, right? Right. Like, let's say, uh, I'll, I'll use an example that's really easy to understand, and that is, let's say, a swimming pool. During the heat of summer, where do everybody want to be? Where does everybody want to be? They want to be at the pool. Right. How cool is it if you can open up your pool in your house to your friends and family And maybe maybe even meet new people as a result of being able to invite them over to cool off in your pool. Now that pool costs money to install. Yeah, why do you have this thing or that thing?
0: Mm.
1: Does it really just having it make you feel fulfilled, or having it to create joy for others? You know, yeah. If you have a large home, are you entertaining on a regular basis? Mm. Does that does it? And then you have to really identify what is more important to you having that bigger house or do you like to surround yourself with your friends and family? Yeah. You know what, what, where do you find fulfillment? Yeah. And, and having money obviously allows you to get those things. So like I said, it's, it's fulfillment. Success equals fulfillment.
0: It really, it really is. And I mean, I think so, you know, we were talking at the beginning of the podcast, we talked about Steve, Steve Wood with a concrete couch. And I think, to me, he's probably one of the most successful people I know. I don't, I don't imagine he probably makes tons of money, but one of the things he said last time, he's like, you know, I got, I got everything I need. I live a good life, and I'm able to give back. And he, does, like, his whole work and his whole passion in this community over the past, you know, 10, 20 years, he's been doing concrete couch. You know, is helping kids build skills, is building art in the community. Like almost, um. Every park, or not every park, but there are a lot of parks and a lot of places in Colorado Springs, you'll see his art, and it's something interesting and something unique, and it's something built by, you know, volunteers and you know, money that he just kind of got out of nowhere. But he's just so, you know, happy with his life and so successful, and he's definitely probably not a, a rich guy, I would imagine. But another uh, person I've met in our community, um, uh, his name's uh, Jeff Smith, and he's the. Uh, CEO, founder of Classic Homes. Okay, and uh, when I worked in my other job at the, I worked for a, pl- a place called Urban Peak, and it's kind of called the place, the shelter for homeless youth. That's where I started my career out out of college. Worked there for five years, but long story short, I got connected with their equine therapy program. Oh, cool, a Flying Horse, you know, Flying Horse Foundation. So he, um, you know, he's just you know just got this huge heart for like kids and kids that have been through a lot of trauma. And he gives away the equine therapy lessons for free to any, you know, youth in Southern Colorado. So kids that are in, um, you know, foster care, homeless shelters, um, what are they called group, group homes, things like that. And, you know, it's this big, beautiful ranch in black forest, million dollar, um, barns, you know, he has beautiful horses and they have a trained professional psych, you know, equine therapists who have degrees in social work or psychology, like helping, you know, to facilitate these groups. And, it, and it's, you know, you see that too. And I, I mean, he just ex- exudes this, I don't know. I, I only met him one time, but it's like, like magic or like this, like energy. Cause yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's that charisma. He, he has a lot of money. He has built an amazing business in this community. Um, I'm sure he has a lot of nice things and a lot of nice houses, probably himself, but you know, it's, you know, that, that heart to give back and to, you know, not just, Oh, I'm just going to hoard it all away and, you know, pass it along to my family. I'm sure he's going to, but like to just see that and like, wow, you know, that's, that's amazing. I mean, I mean, it's such a huge thing. I mean that, that program must cost hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars every year to run. Yeah. Here, just have it. Once again,
1: free. money's a tool. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he sees works, that. Yeah. I can
0: see that, you know. He works hard. He
1: he has his goals. He has his discipline. He's got his his uh, work, and, and his work obviously generates a good product. Right. That good product then is, is bought and sold and bought and sold over and over again, where uh, he has the capability of giving back to society in ways that really motivate him. Yeah. Uh, I happen to know another real estate agent and uh, she knows who she is. So she's listening. <laughs> I'm going to give her some props here a little bit without saying her name, but she has definitely, uh, got some, uh, philanthropic ideas in regards to going out and being able to have her own dojo. Oh, ah. to, uh, teach some martial arts to the community, to kids, to whomever. Yeah. But I think that having that altruistic, uh, uh, focus, can help motivate you and, and and get you through the times that are tough. Yeah, because you're gonna you're gonna invariably run across down times whether you like it or not. And and how motivated and goal oriented and focused you are, uh, and, and having these things to 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 reach toward help us get to that level of success that we particularly want or don't want.
0: So. It's like having that why. Like Simon yep. Sinek always talks about whether it's for your family or for your business or for you know even just helping your community i think that drives you because if it if it is just this oh i'm going to have this goal of having this much money in my bank account or having this much stuff or this kind of stuff and you have all these expectations and and then yeah you're not you know and maybe you get there or maybe you don't but you're you're always always chasing 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 you're probably never ever going to be really happy you might have bits of it oh i got this but then what then what then what instead of really knowing what your purpose is in life. And I think that's talking about like getting away and detaching like, Oh yeah, you see, Oh, this is important. My family or my kids or giving back or whatever it can be doing the right things for my clients, making sure that they're taking care of all of that stuff, you know, gets so clouded with, you know, either kind of like we were saying before that you're being a servant or a slave to money or money is serving you to serve others and yourself and that purpose. You know, um, I think that, that, you know, it is super key. Yeah, good stuff, man. Yeah. Well, Dan's been a good podcast, man. Thanks, bro. It's good to time. be on.
1: Hopefully, I, we didn't talk too much in circles, or at least I shedded some, or shed some good uh, info yeah. on the topic itself and what really motivates me and some of the different things that I've read along with it. But feel free to to use and abuse any of that information that I that I shared here today.
0: I love it. I'll abuse it all. Sounds good. <laughs> all right, thanks, Dan. Appreciate it, man. Thank you, Thomas. Yep.